Welcome back. We are live at Costas. Uh, we are, uh, it, is a, uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday because we're in Dundalk. We're in my homeland. It's all brought to you by our friends at the Maryland Lottery. Ten times the cash with the top prize, $10,000. We had a $10 winner yesterday, not quite $10,000. But uh, we have some folks here doing some great work uh, all day long. We had Leah Bittinger uh, stop by from Bring Him Home. We're going to talk about animal rescue. Uh, my son is riding shotgun today for the free soup because you come by and uh, support our friends at the Maryland Food Bank. It is a cup of soup or bowl. It is crab cake row. Today is day two. We're going to be doing five days of this. We're going to be a co- goes on Wednesday all day. Thursday, we're going to be at State Fair in Catonsville on a Friday. We're going to be up at Pappas in Cockeysville. We had some tech problems early in the morning on the Tuesday. It's the first time I've done live radio in 10 years, so everybody out here is a little bit of a guinea pig in doing this, and we appreciate our friends over Costas for making this happen. we got some good folks here. Um, you know, there's a Dundalk-Essex thing where, you know, who owns the towers, which side the bridge you're on or whatever. I'm from the 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 good side of the bridge, the Dundalk side of the bridge. But Dundalk and Essex is a rivalry, except we're trying to do good things with each other. Barbara Knock is here. She is a founder for Churches for Streets of Hope. She came in, showed me your shirt. I said, I know who you are. I got Otis here. I also got Ron here uh, from uh, uh, the, uh, the Churches for Streets of Hope. Welcome in. How are you guys? And uh, give me, tell me something good about what's going on in Essex, Barbara. We have a wonderful, wonderful Christian Church, where our shelter is, they stay with us uh, every night of the of the uh, time between November through uh, the end of April, and we serve them a delicious dinner every night, and they have chance to uh, finally relax from being on the street. And uh, so many of these guys who come to us are like uh, feeling like uh, deer in headlights. I, I often say it's like being a deer in headlights. And they come to us, and uh, after a little while of realizing that they are safe now, they're safe and they can uh, relax and be with us every night uh, as, as long as they want to during that time. And they can they can do what we ask, which isn't a lot except to very respectful uh, and then uh, we, we just uh, take care of them for a while and give them see if we can move them ahead um, well yeah. how long has this been going on because I, I said something to you about I'm from Colgate and you're like oh, Colgate Colgate, St. Peter's Lutheran Church. Yes. My son was baptized at St. Peter's Lutheran Church. Yes. About, that was at the end of my street. The St. Peter's Lutheran Church, the Hanson family were the original uh, folks there in the, in the rectory in the 1970s. Yes. I, I played stickball with the boys, with Peter and Nathan Hanson. And, um, so I grew up with those children there. We played our football, our baseball on their land. Uh, the Cub Scout troop met there at St. Peter's yep. uh, Lutheran Church. So oh, that know. was a big, big part of my community, my home. Wow. Well, you know that uh, rectory uh, is actually when it when it was uh, became vacant in two thousand. I want to say two thousand ten. It was vacant, and the church was looking for uh, some you know another group to use it. Uh, we were looking for a place to uh, to put our shelter, and so we were uh, and have been uh, that the way we were established was as a rotating shelter, going from one church to another. Um, and and we we had to do that for about ten years, uh, and and St. Peter's was the first uh, the first place that we were actually able to stay for a number of months. They let us use the um, that uh, rectory building 
for um, for most of that time. I've been in there so many times. I mean, they, they had three structures. Right. It was a beautiful church. Yes. There was what appeared to be maybe like a school at one point, or it was built to be yes. a school. It was a yeah. small building. And then there yeah. was like a building where the Cub Scouts met. It was a big, we played football next to it. But there's a lot of building there, literally. Yes. Yes. It was probably built in the 40s or 50s, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful building. And uh, so they they were just so That's gracious. not Essex, by the way. That's Dundalk. I'm going to tell you right now. That, <laughs> from where I'm from. It's 21224. <laughs> that would be Highland Town if you were a post office. That's how much I know about the East Side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you consider that Essex or no? You've moved into the well, Essex area. Well, we are, we, we are, we are uh, Colgate. <laughs> I mean, that's where Colgate is. We are in Essex. We are actually in um, 21221. Uh, that's where we are. But we, but we reach out into Dundalk. Uh, we we uh, have collaboration with people in Dundalk. Some of our churches come from Dundalk. So uh, it's a basically Essex, Dundalk, Middle River, and Rosedale. <laughs> and Highland Town, if you need it to be, right? <laughs> if- Say that again. Just to interject, I think the question you were asking is that we started off over there. And we- She's, I'm it- having a mic issue with you, sir, but we're, we're going to get it together. Go ahead, keep going. Just to Okay. Well, um, yeah, um, I think Otis is um, is going to say that uh, we were there at St. Peter's for a year, or most of a year, or most of a season. I say a season rather than a year because our our year is six months. <laughs> so. And, and obviously, great work that you're doing. Tell everybody how they can get involved, where they find you on the Internet. website then you can get lots of um, lots of information and you can also uh, connect with some of our links we have I wanted to tell you about our new YouTube link uh, we've got a fabulous YouTube channel uh, with a great uh, what we think is a great video that is a good introductory video um, and uh, and then um, and we'll be posting we hope to be posting about every um, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's our plan. Uh, we'll also, um, you'll also get um, a link to our, our um, uh, Amazon wish list, which is, um, it, it's a, well, we have, you, you can, you don't have to use Amazon, but we have a wish list, and then we have also the Amazon wish list. So if you want to just do it the easy way and click to get something for us 
from Amazon. Oh, and God, gosh. Doesn't it make it imagine? easier for charity to ask for exactly what you exactly, want? Exactly, yeah. right. Instead right. of getting something you don't want or something right. you don't need, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And and uh, we go through so much toilet paper. I had King Talia and, and uh, paper towels and plates. Just basic things, you, you right. know, that you think Just of, right? Huge, huge amount. And cleaning supplies, lots and lots of that. So um, if, if anybody wants to send us something uh, through Amazon, they can, or they can just look at our wish list and bring it in and uh, see what we're doing. So we are there every night from um, about 5.30 until uh, you can come as late as 8 uh, to see our, our operation. That's, uh, that's when we're when we are actually open, um, when our, our, our dinner hour is, and uh, we would... Uh, we would accept donations, and we would have um, uh, other, uh, you know, other events going on during that time. And then we would have um, uh, there's, uh, but then the guys go to bed pretty much after that. So, um, uh, and then uh, they leave in the morning. So, unless you call to make an appointment, those are the times when we're open uh, during the winter. So uh, we would we would uh, we would love to have people bring things. Uh, that that uh, they have, uh, you know, and we also accept clothing if it's in good condition, in good condition, especially men's clothing for the winter. Uh, and we need coats. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm we doing food a lot of today, coats. and I feel like maybe next year, this time of year, I would like. I've done coats, I've done food, and we've been doing this 32 years. So uh-huh. this is our first charity initiative. It's the first time I've kind of taken the week and said, "All right, let's have a live cause." And live radio stinks. I want everybody to know that. Just so you, <laughs> just so you know, I'm going to go back to taping as soon as I can because I can't figure out to make Ron's mic work. But I got all this new shiny equipment here. It's driving me crazy, um, and I'm a little preoccupied with it. But I, I wanted to ask you because I've, I've done so many things for coats, food, different people. Where does this work begin? For for you in your heart, and because I've talked to, I had Leah Bittinger here talking about her love for animals, and, and clearly, uh, you know, when we talk about churches, talk about God, we're talking about religion, talking yeah. about Lutheran. I mean, I was raised Catholic. I spent yesterday talking about Our Lady of Fatima, where I was confirmed. Uh, in in yeah. well, that would be real Highland Town. That's real two one two two four, as opposed to two one two 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 or two one two two one over in the Essex side. But clearly, there's a faith um, and a, and a, a spiritual component behind. You're founding, being the founder of doing this and saying, I want to make a difference in the world. Well, I just want to say I'm one of the founders. This was, and it was, and it was really a God thing that pulled us together. Um, uh, Yeah. It it always is for churches, right? I mean, you're called to this, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's a calling. And, uh, and it's all sorts of churches. It's not, we, we are, we are so ecumenical. We are totally ecumenical. And we are, um, so... Uh, but about in 2009, uh, there was a, uh, a call out that went out from one of the churches, Back River United Methodist Church, uh, and their um, out- director of outreach and the, and the pastor invited uh, uh, rep- representatives from all of the churches in the area to um, come to um, a meeting and see how we could work together to help people who are homeless. Um, yeah, especially those, uh, but also other people. So we just are, uh, that's where it started. And then we, um, we met, uh, and then we started meeting. Uh, it was, we figured out some things we could do, but then we kept meeting and meeting. And we realized at that time, after about two or three meetings, what's really needed is a shelter for men. Uh, there wasn't any. Uh, they, they, the, the only one that was around had just closed and there, we really needed a shelter uh, for men on the east side. 
um, so we we said, okay, well, we, we know how to do it. We can, we can mobilize the churches, mobilize the volunteers, and we can get things started. And so um, with God's help, uh, we wrote letters. We got people um, from the churches involved, and we kept meeting and meeting, and pretty soon things came together. And, we, and then the county heard about us. And we were, um, so the county was uh, very helpful to give us some funding for staffing. Uh, because I'll tell you, it was really one of the hard things was getting enough volunteers to staff it. We could get people who well, I think the help. one thing I find with government, and I've had Johnny O on different people, they need people like you. And, and when it comes to people who want to do the work, yeah. who, who are, are, are there to do the work and have been doing the work, I think that's where government steps in and tries to, to create a bond and a partnership with something that's already existing, yeah. that's already working. Right. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that you got that funding. Right. And Johnny O's uh, dad, <laughs> senior, <laughs> senior was, was in on it. I've got a picture of him with our, um, with, with our group um, at the first um, celebration dinner because he had really been instrumental in getting, uh, getting us funding for, uh, for, for that first year. And, and when so, was that? How long years. ago was this? Oh, uh, it was about 2010. Okay, so we're we're going. We were almost 15 years into this then, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, no wonder I've heard of you and people recommend you. Uh, Otis Trawali is the director of ops. I, I want to ask you the, the, and I hope your mic's working. If it's not, I'm going to stick my headset on you and make it work. I'm still trying to figure out how to get Ron's mic working. Every, but for for you with with people like Ron to come in and you, you say shelter. All right, and, and I talked to folks yesterday from Baltimore Outreach and different places. This is a this is a, a, a movement from here to there, right? When people Correct. come in, you're, the the biggest thing you can do is find graduates to, to the program, right? And people out living a, their best life. And over 15 years, I'm sure you have more people like this. But that's the gratifying part of the work you do. I just get to sit here and talk about sports most of the day and try to help you folks. But you see this through, and you see from a shelter to a permanent situation and a better life. Absolutely, and that's the, uh, the dream and aspiration of those who started this whole shelter going. So we be, we're so grateful to know that we can get people off the street and transition them into a place of their own. Um, it's working. Yeah, you're working perfectly. I hear sure. you loud and clear. So yeah, so it's gratifying knowing that once we open November the 1st till April, the I mean, uh, April 30th, we can have people come in, come into the shelter, go through a case management program, and the first thing we would do is sit them down and identify their needs and all of that, and we can have targeted goals to work on particular things that they want done. So if a person comes in, for example, and says that, I've been homeless for too long and I want a place. So our goal is to work with him, make sure he gets a place. If he doesn't have an income, whether um, it's applying for disability for him or getting him a job, that's something we focus on because once we get him into a place, we want to make sure he can sustain that place and sustain himself while he's there. So that's going to be our main focus. So it's different people coming in with different issues. Some people come in wanting identification. Some people coming in wanting food stamp. Some people coming in with mental health issues that needs a referral. We make sure to get that going. And this is for men, correct? This is for men. Well, it's very difficult, men and women, right? You one or the other in many, many cases, especially off the street. We had a lot of folks yesterday talking about women's shelter for battered women with children and a safe, mm -hmm. safe space a safe place. I would think the same thing. I mean, I'm east side. I mean, safety's also key for men as well to go to a place where they know they're safe. Right? Exactly. And uh, our facility hosts 16 men at any given time. We have beds for 16 men, but throughout the six months period, sometimes we are able to see about 55 clients. But let me add to that, uh, we also run a community care program that runs uh, after um, uh, during the, the summer months. And during that time, we will see women 
as well. So yes, our targeted goal is men, but we also serve the community and we see, see women and we assist them with whatever uh, situation they're going through and needs to be addressed. All right, give me a typical situation. I don't, Ron, is your mic working over there talking yes, to me? Yes, sir. Uh, I, yeah, see, I'm not hearing you, though. I, that's, that's pro- I'm going to give you my headset. Have you t- you, yeah, give him your headset. There you go. Because I want to make things work around here. Things are crazy because I want to get to meet Ron here. Tell me about Ron a little bit, Otis, while he's, he's putting that on, make a little transition here. Go ahead. I met I met Ron, Ron um, probably um, 2013, 2014, when Ron came into the shelter. Yes. So it's 10 years ago that you came in, Ron. Is that correct? Yes, yes sir. I'm, I'm hearing you. Yeah, there Barbara. We we're, we're, she didn't want to talk anyway. She said, they're going to do all the talking. Is what she, <laughs> this is what she wrote me this morning. She told me that. Give me your story, Ron. Nice to meet oh, you. Man. And it's better, even better to have you on mic. I mean, uh, the story that I have, that I, I, I love the shelter. And the shelter is my home. Uh, the shelter is my home. When I first came into the shelter, I had no place to go. I had no place to go. Um, then I came into the shelter, and there was so much love there. So Where much are you love from there. originally? I'm from Baltimore. I'm from, Where'd from you grow up? Where'd you go to high school? I grew up in East Baltimore. Baltimore. Went to Dunbar High School. Dunbar? You're East Side. All right. All right. East, Man, East you must have gone there when it was something now, right? Yes, yes, you look to be yes, my age. Yes. I'm 66 years so. Well, that was a basketball. Bob yes. Wade, Man? Bob Wade. I know Mr. Wade personally. You had a... Yes, a, yes. Okay, good. There's Mosey Boggs. Yes, Mosey Boggs, Skip Wise. All them guys there, I know them personally. All them down there. Went to Lombard, went, went to Lombard Junior High School, went to elementary school, and uh, I was there. So tell me your story. So you were East Baltimore. East Baltimore. Um, and, but the, the same about it, my family rejected me. I had, I had no place to go. So I met, I met this, went, went to the shelter, and they gave me so much love, so much admiration there. And... Something I get emotional. I talk about it. It's beautiful. It's yeah, beautiful. Something I get emotional. I talk about it. I cried three times yesterday. Yeah. I did. I, I cried twice yeah. before 10 a.m. yesterday, and I made people stop it. So, so yeah. I, I want to make you smile because you're here and you're happy these yeah, days. Yeah. But this is this. Yeah, this is. Well, I talk about Streets of Hope. This is my home, and these people are my family, and they took me in where everybody they closed their back on me. It was really bad for me. I had nowhere else to go. So when I met when I met the Streets of Hope, they showed me so much love, so much compassion. Even I'm I'm, I'm into my, my apartment now. I just moved into Tapco Towers in Joppa Road four months ago. And they was It's your first home in ten years? That's your your This is your my home. first home in ten years. My first home. And they came and they welcomed me into Tapco Towers. They got my place and they helped me to get into Tapco Towers. Where I'm at now. I knew giving you a microphone was going to be a good idea. See that? Yeah, I, I and, knew that was going to be the best yeah, part of the show. Right, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a senior citizen building in Taco Towers. You're barely a senior citizen, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, but but Streets of Hope is my, like I said, this is my family, and this is my home. And this is the only family I know. These guys right here are the only family I know. You know, and... <laughs> That's beautiful. I'm going to get you some soup, man, today. We're going to get this fixed. Uh, we have the director of operations. Very emotional. Otis Trawali's here. Ron McBride is our uh, beautiful story here. Barbara Knock. Uh, they're from Churches for Streets of Hope. They say it's Essex, but it really got to start in Dundalk because Colgate's there. So I'm going to give I'm going to, yeah, come on. I mean, you know, I'm gonna, don't, don't expect me to say, look, I don't even talk nice about Patapsco or Sparrows Point because I'm Dundalk, you know. Um, the story that Ron has, um, 
just for you, Otis. I mean, obviously, you do this work. You got you guys. Let's see. It's eleven seventeen, and I shed my first tear here this morning. So you got me going. Um, mm. You see this every day. You talk about these sixteen beds. You talk about a success story. Where are you on the sixteen beds? The sixteen different people would be in there. As far as I would call it graduation. I maybe that's the wrong word for it, but uh, to to move on to another level. Because uh, you know, Ron talks about coming in and what you've done for him. You want to have sixteen more crying guys here in the next sixteen years, Absolutely. like him, right? Mm-hmm. How do we get from here to there? Well, like I said, uh, first assessing uh, the person has to come in. Um, well, this is a good man here. You can oh, tell that right definitely, away. Definitely, definitely. So he comes in, and we would sit down and talk to him because we want to be able to meet his needs. Um, we don't design a program for him. We work with him, work along with the person when they come in. So the first thing, like I said, is to sit down and do an intake and then assess it from there as to what um, uh, the goals are. And when we first met him, he came in and explained to us we welcome him um, like we do to every other client that comes in. And we work with him what he needs to do in particular. Ron, um, um, just to address Ron's situation, he came in. We knew he was homeless. Um, fa- I mean, been abandoned by his family. Uh, we rallied around him and supported him. Uh, got him a job. He worked. Um, got him a couple of apartments. I mean, rooms that he rented. Um, and then uh, eventually was able to uh, apply for permanent housing for him. And that's how he moved into the Tap School Tower. So the program is uh, um, to work with them, design uh, around their goals, and work with them incrementally until we can get them uh, to the next step. But the, the final goal is to transition the person from the streets to a permanent place. How can people help you? You got fundraisers, you got things going on right now. Yes. Uh, oh, hold on here. Ron, give her the headset back. I'm going to have her yell about this, and I'll give you the headset back because I'm going to get this thing working before it's all over. I swear I'm going to get this microphone working. Uh, it's Mike Four has just been the death of me here today. All right, sweetheart breakfast. This is. This is coming up this week. We better get on this right away here. Please, What do we got here? February 10th, this Saturday, 8 to 11. I'm not doing anything this Saturday. Back River United Methodist Church, 544 Back River Neck Road. So my parents were married in uh, July of 1945 at Mount Carmel Church. They spent their formative years at what was called Mars Estates, which is now a second development on the corner, uh, Chosen Hands Corners for anybody. See, I knew an old schooler would know know Chosen Hands Corners. So you are... Pretty close to Pizza John's is what you would say, right? Back it's, River Neck it, Road. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. well, you, you get on Back River Neck Road and you keep going past the um, past. Uh, I got to Google you figure out exactly where just this past, is. Just past Food Lion. Okay, so you're going and, down past Pizza yeah. John's. All right. Yeah, you're going just almost to Rocky Point. Line. Almost. No, 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 no not that no, far. No. All right, but it's but it uh, just past Chesapeake High School. Yeah. Correct. All yeah. right, there you go. All and, right, and, and when you get past, when you get to uh, Food go Lion, when you get to Food Lion. <laughs> Um, keep looking on your right, slow down, and that's uh, that'll be uh, Back River United Methodist Church, where we did our first meeting. Our first meeting was at Back Ooh. River United United Methodist Church. My executive Great producer, people. my son, is over here wanting to know the menu, so I'll let him know because he's available Saturday. He doesn't get a bed at 8 in the morning, but we'll get him over there. Um, Made-to-order omelets. Yes. French toast, butter, syrup, jelly, linked sausage, hash browns, juice, and coffee. Just everything I'm going to want. Made to order omelet. That's about me right there. Uh, you can uh, email RSVP at churches for 
S-O-H. S-O-H. Streets of Hope. S-O-H. Dot org. Or you can give a call. 443-632-5433. You can pay at the door. Donations help pay for the guy's breakfast, and they're gladly accepted. You could buy somebody. Like, I want to buy Ron breakfast. right? I'm going to buy him lunch right now. I'm going to get him whatever he wants here at Costas. <laughs> so uh, adults are 15 bucks, $20 for singles. Uh, it is the sweetheart. Been doing a lot of sweetheart this week. It's Valentine's week. Uh, sweet, sweetheart for breakfast. This is uh, this Saturday, 8 to 11 at Back River United Methodist Church. I am uh, so glad to have met the churches for Streets of Hope folks. From Colgate, originally, as pointed out, uh, and the Hanson family over there and all of our friends. And, uh, man, I had so much fun at the St. Peter's Lutheran Church. I'm glad that it's still inspiring uh, people, inspiring good things happening here in the community, even if it's happening in Essex and Dundalk. We need good things happening in Essex, too. Absolutely. Yes, we're all over the place. (laughs) See, people think I don't get along with Essex. Thank you very much for coming by. I appreciate it. Keep up the great work. Barbara, see, you thought you weren't going to do any talking. Ron, I got Ron. Stop crying. I'm going to give him some soup. Uh, We're going to do 50-50. We'll do half Maryland crab, cream of crab. It is a cup of Super Bowl, and this is exactly why I'm bringing people together here this week, talking about good things, the Maryland Food Bank. Uh, We have a local uh, pantry here. We have so many good people doing amazing stuff. I want to make sure that I get this right. The local pantry is the St. John's Food Pantry. Karen's going to be here later with Whitney and John uh, for the Friends for Supper Ministry. We're raising food for them today in the Maryland Food Bank, but you can also donate to our friends here at the Churches for Streets of Hope. Come down and enjoy their breakfast with them. Did I, did I leave everything in this, Barbara? Did I get everything in other than making Mike Four work for Ron? Am I good? I think so. I think so. I want to make sure that You're everybody the knows. Moment we I've have, had on reminds me of my mother have... this week, so yeah, this is good. <laughs> I love my mother. We, She's but, talking to me this week. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to go to our YouTube channel, okay? All right. Check out our YouTube channel and um, in our website. That'll be great. So and we also on Facebook and Instagram. You yes. can check us out at Facebook. And I can't believe my favorite guest of the week, Ron. I, I pulled the microphone off his head to me, but you're the best guest I've had this week so far. It's only day two. I'm going to hear a better story by Friday. I promise you. But uh, uh, I appreciate that. I love the Skip Wise reference. And Muggsy's a buddy of mine. Muggsy comes on all the time. I got to find Wingate, Rusty's guys. Get him on at some point too. Thank you very much. There in Essex, give him some love down there, back Riverneck Road. I'm Nestor. Uh, we are doing this on behalf of the Maryland Food Bank. We're at Costas all day today. That's Dundalk. Lauraville tomorrow will be at Coco's. Thursday, we're going to be out at State Fair in Catonsville. And on Friday, by then, I'll have Mike Four working. I'll have Mike Four working in five minutes because it's going to drive me crazy until I get it working. I'm Nestor. We are WNSD AM 1570. Towson, Baltimore. We never stop talking Baltimore positive.